0: Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to uh, Google it, Political Views TV Podcast. Those four words. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Thank you for coming yesterday and uh, today and whenever you do come. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate you. (coughs) If you can... Uh, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be really, really nice of you. Uh, and uh, tweet to me. Questions or insights or fights or maybe school me on something or, uh, or uh, maybe uh, tell me about a story that I'm not covering. I'm going to do a light one today. Yesterday was a heavy one. I'm going to go light today. Uh, you can tweet to me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Was that a threat? To take out Nord Stream 2 pipeline, was that a threat? Biden met with uh, the new German chancellor, Olaf Scholz, who took he took over for Angela Merkel. <clears throat> While at the uh, White House, Scholz had an interview with CNN. Scholz refused to even mention the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Uh, Scholz just kept repeating his vow to remain aligned with the U.S., Though, again, wouldn't clarify his intentions for the Nord Stream project. He's he's sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place because the German people want this gas line coming from Russia. Germany wants it because they need the gas. Um, Schultz told uh, Jake Tapper, All the steps we will take, we will do together. As the president said, we are are preparing for that. You can understand and you can be absolutely sure that Germany will be together with all its allies, and especially the U.S., that we take the same steps. There will be no difference in that situation. Uh, Biden said, if Russia invades, that means tanks and troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We will bring an end to it. Was it was that was that a possible bombing of the pipeline? I don't know. I don't want to put words in Biden's mouths uh, mouth, but th- that seemed a pretty. Uh, we will bring an end to it. I don't know, man. Uh, Schultz declined to specify what he is prepared to do to halt Nord Stream 2, saying only that Germany would undertake the same steps as the United States to punish Russia. When asked if that meant pulling the plug on Nord Stream, he said, As I said, we are acting together. We are absolutely united, and we will not be taking different steps. We will do the same steps, and they will be very, very hard to Russia, Russia, and they should understand. (laughs) He was uh, speaking English as his second language. And he's... uh, You know what? His English is better than my German. (laughs) Um, And he doesn't seem to be a scheissekopf. Anyway. After a meeting that had been scheduled for Monday between German Foreign Minister Minister Annalena uh, Baerbock and Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky uh, was cancelled... Uh, suddenly, official, uh, officially due to a scheduling error, <laughs> uh, I, I guess they have, to, they have to get their ducks in a row in Germany. A source close to the uh, Ukrainian government told Tapper the meeting didn't take place because of Germany's reluctance to aban- abandon the Nord Stream 2 project should a Russian in- invasion proceed. Now, <clears throat> I have an interesting theory on this Nord Stream. Um, but first of all, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline was proposed in 2012, right? And they didn't start building it. They were going to start building it around 2014. When Russia last invaded Ukraine in 2014, Merkel played a central role as a go-between for Putin and Germany's Western allies, She spoke with him consistently and encouraged other leaders to step up their sanctions to punish Moscow for annexing Crimea. In 2015, Nord Stream was postponed because of the sanctions, right? There was also a proposed extension to the UK that was halted. So was that halted? And then the German pipeline started up to to sway Germany to Russia's side? That way, all Europe's fuel would go through Germany? Because Germany is not so unfriendly to Russia this time. This time, France is stepping up. President Macron has spoken several times per week with with Putin and placed his third phone call in a week to Biden on Sunday. Now, Germany is the biggest beast in the EU. Since, since they, they joined uh, East and West Germany. France is the second biggest, right? Spain is the third big, biggest, I think, if, if, I'm, if I'm guessing correctly. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, so Fran- France would be the second one that, that um, uh, Moscow would have to get on their side. Macron visited Moscow yesterday uh, and is expected in uh, Kyiv. Later this week, but I gotta say, there is more to this story because Macron, Macron had something to say yesterday about Moscow, and the way he said it wasn't exactly wasn't exactly positive to the West, uh, but it wasn't negative either. It was just the way he said it. It was. Uh, we'll get to that more tomorrow. We'll get to that more tomorrow. Anyway. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, National Archives officials confirmed yesterday the agency recently retrieved 15 boxes of presidential records from the former president's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida that were improperly removed at the end of his time in the White House. According to the National Archives' David Ferriero, <clears throat> representatives for Trump are continuing to search for more records that may have been improperly taken from the White House. Of course, this is even more violations of the Presidential Records Act. Sources tell ABC News that documents which were retrieved last month, including communications between Trump and North Korean Kim, uh, leader Kim Jong-un, as well as a letter from Obama to, to Trump that was left as per, per custom at the, uh, uh, ahead of the, uh, Trump's inauguration. Uh, remember, each president uh, leaves a letter in the Resolute, for the for the next president to take the Resolute is the de- name of the desk in the Oval Office. So each president leaves a letter for the next president. Okay, it's just a custom, and that was that letter. Officials say the records should have been transferred to the National Archives and Records Administration. Uh, committee Chairman uh, Benny Thompson said yesterday the committee would not hesitate. Uh, in in reference to making a criminal referral to the Justice Department, if lawmakers determine that Trump willfully violated the Presidential Records Act. Uh, Committee member Adam Schiff said, The destruction of documents, the reports of large quantities of documents in Mar-a-Lago, all point to a violation of the record-keeping requirements, and the tearing up certainly seems like a willful violation of the law. We're going to look at how we can have a more effective mechanism of ensuring compliance. There is substantive concern about it, and it's not a concern that began in the last administration, but it certainly has reached a new height. Of course, due to, due to Trump, you know. <clears throat> okay, I'm not happy with Adam Schiff right now because of something else going on, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court. On Monday, yesterday Allowed Alabama's GOP-drawn Racially gerrymandered Congressional map to stay in place After a a panel of three federal judges Last month threw out the map And ordered state lawmakers to redraw it Uh, Anyway, the high court reversed that decision In a 5-4 ruling For which Chief Justice John Roberts Joined the three liberal justices In dissent It froze a lower court ruling that said the map likely violates the Voting Right Act by diluting the political power of black voters. The lower court had ordered a new map be uh, drawn, which could have led the Democratic, uh, the Democrats gaining another seat in the House in the fall. Justice Brett, the court didn't stop it because they said the decision was wrong. They stopped it because it was too close to the election. Now, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I can promise you that. Uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, writing for himself and fellow conservative justice Samuel Alito, said the court acted in order to maintain the status quo while the justices consider the issue. In other words, let Republicans get more seats in Congress and stop blacks from having representation while we decide if blacks should have representation. Right? Right. But Roberts, who again found himself you know, with, the, with the liberals, said that while he agreed the court should take up the, the uh, uh, issue uh, for next term to resolve the wide-ranging uncertainties in the case, he would have allowed the district court opinion to stand while the appeals process plays out. There's plenty of time to redraw the boundaries. They need to do that. The Supreme Court will hear the full case next fall. Roberts wrote The district courts properly applied existing law in an extensive opinion with no apparent errors for our correction. But yet they still wanted to hear it, the right wingers on the court. Uh, Justice Elena Kagan wrote a much more strongly worded dissent. Kagan said the majority had gone badly wrong in granting Alabama's request to freeze the lower court's opinion, and the court's decision forces black Alabamans, Alabamians, to, I apologize to Alabamans, Alabamians, (laughs) to suffer what under the law is clear vote dilution. Uh, Today's decision is one more and disconcertingly long line of cases in which the court uses its shadow docket, we've talked about the shadow docket before, to signal or make changes in the law without anything approaching full briefing and argument. She said that the court's decision, quote, does a disservice uh, to black uh, Alabamians, Alabamians, who, quote, have had their electoral power diminished in violation of a law this court once knew to buttress all of American democracy. That Those are strong words. Alabama, in its arguments to the court, is asking the Supreme Court to cut back significantly on the scope of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act in redistricting cases. They, they're trying to dis- dismantle the Vo- Voting Ra- Rights uh, Act piece by piece like they did in 2013. I literally went to my congressman nearly two years ago and laid out what was happening on drawing districts. I went to, that's right, Adam Schiff. I laid out that Republicans were delaying the census because they knew that their districts would be challenged in courts, that their registering would be challenged in courts, and that court challenges would allow Republicans to take those districts for a decade since the court would not have time to act. The court doesn't have time because of the delay in the census. You know I've talked about this since two th- since 2020. I've been talking about this, and since before that I was talking about it. In my first YouTube video that was taken down by YouTube, I talked about this exact same, same thing. I looked at the future Supreme Court schedule almost two years ago and saw this exact thing happening. I looked at my browser history this morning, on May 15th, 2020, is when I looked at the supreme court 's schedule in the future that week, I stopped into adam Schiff 's office and told them this was happening that that um, that Republicans were delaying the census because the scheduling of the court this would allow them to gain seats in Congress before the court could make a decision uh, the Supreme Court could make a decision on the redistricting process. I told them this was going to be happening. As usual, Adam Schiff's people has their heads up their asses and think they know better than I do. And as usual, they lack the brain power that you and I have to see what's happening right in front of us. Yes, that's right. I'm calling out Adam Schiff's people for being stupid. That's damn straight I'm calling them out. Moving on. The Ohio Supreme Court again rejected legislative maps that Republicans drew to disproportionately favor their candidates, sending mapmakers back to the drawing board in Ohio, uh, Ohio's primary into massive, sending Ohio's primary into massive uncertainty. Now, <laughs> we said we also said this would happen. That they, they would try and do it anyway. <laughs> oh man. For the second time, Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor, a Republican, joined with three Democratic justices to uh, reject state, state House and Senate approved uh, by Republicans on the Ohio Redistricting Committee over Democrats' objections. Oh, man. The court gave the commission until February 17th to approve a new map that reflects the 54% GOP, 46% uh, Democrat Uh, Voting uh, preferences split over the uh, past decade. The opinion said the revised plan does not attempt to closely correspond to that constitutionally defined ratio. Of course, they're talking about their own constitution, the Ohio Constitution. Uh, Our instruction to the uh, commission is simply to comply with the Constitution. Oh, and what a spin that came out of the Republicans' mouths So much of a spin on this wording that I got dizzy. GOP spokesman John Fortney said, Ohio faces, quote, a constitutional crisis and election system chaos. Candidates have no specific direction regarding the districts for their campaigns and voters uh, face the uncertainty of additional, ready for this, the uncertainty of additional court ordered gerrymandering think about that are you kidding me they gerrymandered ohio and they said that the 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 repairing of that gerrymandering the dis, uh, uh the dissolving of that gerrymandering is gerrymandering that's what they're saying they're saying that the court is trying to gerrymander them when the court is telling them to stop gerrymandering. (laughs) Oh, man, what a spin. Uh, Amazing, amazing. Uh, I'm moving on. Vitamin D deficiency in the US is bad. It has been for a couple of decades now. I, I guess people don't get as much sun and regular milk consumption has had a huge decline in the last two decades in favor of alternatives like almond milk, soy milk, oat milk. I'm particularly i am I'm, I'm an oat milk guy but i, I do occasionally get uh, a few days a week I, I I take regular milk when i'm at the coffee shop um but i I had a vitamin d I had vitamin d prescribed by my doctor and even after taking it my level was low so what does that have to do with anything? What does my personal spin on vitamin D have to do with anything? Now, Israel, uh, Israeli scientists said they found differences in the chances of getting seriously ill from COVID-19 when they compared patients who had sufficient vitamin D levels prior to contracting the disease with those who didn't. A study published Thursday in their research journal Pulse plus one not plus One, not PLUS, it's PLOS, Uh, PLOS One, found that about half of the people who were vitamin D deficient before getting COVID-19 developed severe illness compared to less than 10% of the people who had sufficient levels of of, uh, vitamin D in their blood. Uh, The the Times of uh, Israel reported that Dr. Amul Dror, a study author and physician at the uh, Galilee Medical Center, said of the findings, we found it remarkable and striking to see the differences in chances of becoming a severe patient when you are lacking in vitamin D compared to when you're not. I've been having a discussion with my doctor about my vitamin D levels, and she isn't listening to me. I'm going to have to show this to her. Anyway, Drawer said, the findings suggest that vitamin D helped bolster the immune system to deal with viruses that attack the respiratory system. Research compiled before the emergence of COVID-19 and published in The, in, in the Lancet found that uh, vitamin D cut the risk of other respiratory infections compared with uh, placebo. Uh, the Israeli researchers cautioned that vitamin D was one piece of the complex pu- puzzle underlying uh, severe COVID-19 uh, 19, uh in addition to uh, comorbidities, genetic predisp- uh, predisposition, dietary habits, and geographic factors. So, of course, further study is limited. Still, I'm going to want to pump up my vitamin D levels a little bit, and I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, my doctor's fighting with me. Why is my doctor fighting with me? Anyway, moving on uh, to finally the list of Oscar nominations, are out. That li- uh, that the or rather the list of uh, Oscar nominations is out. Um, I, I I don't really give a crap. So go look for yourself. It's online right now. I, I'm sure some of your favorite people are there. Um, uh, J.K. Rowling is there actually for lead for lead actor, I think. <coughs> but when they decide. To actually replace Hattie McDaniel's Oscar, I'll start giving a crap. Right now, I don't give, you a, give a crap. You and I have discussed Hattie McDaniel numerous times, right? Her Oscar disappeared, just like many Oscars have disappeared. The Academy has replaced many Oscars that have disappeared, but refuses to replace Hattie McDaniel, the first black person to receive an Oscar, They've refused to replace it. And the simple explanation is because she's black. Because there's no other legitimate reason that they have not replaced it. Anyway, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. Uh, uh, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. Like I said, I really appreciate you. Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can, or today maybe. Um tell them, hey, check this guy out, he's a douche. Uh PVTV, political views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me your questions or insights or come fight with me or maybe school me on something or argue with me at CyberClop, C Y B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to tell me about a story you heard that I haven't I haven't covered. I don't know. Just remember. Always remember Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.